Hey, comedian Adam Newman here, letting you know about Pussy Boys, a brand new podcast I co-host with my funny friends where real men talk about their love of cats. So tune into Pussy Boys on the Seltzer Kings Network and like, listen, subscribe, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. That's Pussy Boys, all Zs. Trust me, you don't want to go where the S's take you. It's gross. It was a soggy August afternoon, and my TV brother Danny and I had just settled into a meeting of the minds in front of a couple of microphones, which were just begging to be inundated with stories of passion, heartbreak, and maybe a few jokes. Little did we know that it would become a mind-bending journey into the psyche of two infinite children. We're just glad you were here to witness. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Adventures of Danny and Mike, the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the first ever Adventures of Danny and Mike podcast. We should be live streaming this. We may, Well, maybe next time. We'll work up to it. To my right is Michael Morona, who played a Pete. And to his right is Danny Tambrelli, who also played a Pete. And is sweating really hard right now. Say hello, I'm not guys. sweating yet. Yeah, you are. Just a little. You're sweating. warm in here. You're sweating. Well, you know. Maybe next month when we do it, it'll be, uh, it'll be cooler. Maybe someone will spring for air conditioning, Jeremy. Easy. I can't throw the ball and catch the ball. Hey, uh, welcome to the podcast. We're very glad that you guys are here, and we're uh, uh, very happy to be doing this. Uh, it's, it's something we've been wanting to do for a while, and we just sort of got our stuff together to do it. So we're glad you just here. sort of brought us here. We That's just, what you did. But I blindfolded them. I put them in a minivan. Um, and basically... Not any minivan, a Honda Odyssey. It's favored by the Hasidim. <laughs> and, and we are, we are in Brooklyn. We're well. jumping over lines. Um, so yeah, we came up with the concept for this. Um, the basic idea is that every month I'm going to send these guys on a adventure... Uh, either within an adventure. Let's be grammatically correct about it. An adventure. adventure. Exactly. Within the city, outside the city, across the world, as far as we know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll go to different countries. I have a passport. And uh, there's going to be a goal, and we're going to have live interaction with fans, and we'll be promoting stuff on Twitter and Facebook, and it's going to be fun for all. Each episode, we're going to have a special guest. Uh, We're very lucky to have a very talented comedian on our first ever episode. By Danny the- Tamborelli. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, actually, we're having uh, Kurt Braunholer. He's here today. He'll yeah. be in a little later. I'm sorry. I've never heard that name pronounced out loud. I've only read it. Can you say that again? Kurt Braunholer. <laughs> we're also going to do some segments. Uh, the this, you know We can interact with the, uh, the Twitter community, the Facebook people, uh, if you have questions for us, we invite you to tweet them uh, to us, uh, and we can pick a few and answer them on live on this podcast. And as far as live, I mean recorded. It's live for us. It's live for us. Let's go. All right. So let's get right into it. Danny and Mike uh, did a 
an event in Portland called the Portland Pete's Fest, and they they went and this is going to serve as their adventure this month. We went willingly. Yeah, we weren't forced like this podcast. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not true. That's we were not, not true. forced. Jeremy, stop jabbing. I, I, I mean, I could be. I'm more of an Xboxer, so I could Xbox. If you could, if you, no, this is for the fans. This is for the people. Also, your video games are broken. No, well, did you break them? I hope not. Okay, so the adventure of this month is. Um, Portland Speeds Fest. Now, this was an event that celebrates the television show The Adventure of Pete and Pete. Uh, the Adventure can, of Pete and the Pete. The Adventure of Pete and Pete. Have you ever seen the show? You don't, you don't really, yeah. You, Have you ever what? seen the show? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm being outed on the very first uh, episode. Come on, spill I, it. I'm a little, I'm older than the Pete and Pete. I didn't grow up watching the Pete and Pete show. Answer the question, yes yeah. or no. Have you ever seen the show? I've never show? seen a full episode. I've oh, seen... Okay. No, maybe I have. Maybe I have. The Adventure of Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a full episode a of Silk Stockings. You know? well, I've seen Yeah, but I still know the plot. That, those, so- <laughs> those stockings, man. They are silky. Silky. Yeah. Um, no, but, I, you know, I've never been to Portland, and, and I've never seen Pete and Pete, so I'm a little... Uh, so you should just stop talking about okay, yeah, this, huh? Stop. I'm yeah. just going to push buttons at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Move to Scranton. Uh, so tell me about it. Uh, I'd like to know everything about it. I want to know if this adventure was a success. I need you guys to fill me in on what happened from top to bottom. And uh, and then, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna give the blessing, I guess. It started off poorly. Um, our flight was delayed out of JFK. But you could see that curse as a blessing as Danny did because there was an Irish bar right there Ooh. at the gate. It's true. Whenever you can start drinking early, you know. You can. You can. And and usually at an airport it's very convenient. And expensive. And, and very expensive. I feel uh, like for two guys like you, seeing an Irish bar at an airport, there you may have been the reason the plane was delayed. I'm not I'm not accusing you, I'm not saying but I, I know how you like uh, Irish bars. No. I like, I like Irish, Irish bars, bars more than airports. Well, yeah, absolutely mm. more mm. than airports. Mm. And an Irish bar in an airport is, you know, that'll do. That's that'll like, do, pig. It's like a diamond ring inside of a fried pig's knuckle. You you want the diamond ring, but you, you, <laughs> you got you to gotta eat your way through the pig's knuckle. <laughs> yeah. I will not be doing that. Yes, you well, will. will yes, you will actually, if you want us to live together. And actually, Mike, you did order a, a wonderful Irish breakfast that you know always comes with blood pudding that's what Ooh. you know that's what it is blood pudding I read you that on the menu you could have gotten an American breakfast with bacon and sausage I and read that on the menu and my balls turned to water <laughs> <laughs> you see you order it you eat everything around it and you leave the blood pudding you you, you didn't even taste any of it I wouldn't even touch that flavor cylinder with a back of my fork it was so weird looking <laughs> was, I was very disappointed then, you know? we, then we saw a couple of characters who looked like the tracksuit mafia from Hawkeye, and uh, they were they were broing around really hard, being Russian. And I tried to take pictures of them, but they were always too blurry. They Thanks very much, airport. Bar. They couldn't speak English either, and they were trying to figure out where they could smoke in JFK. And they were just like, "Can we just smoke here?" I told but them to go to Hollis, like Hollis Queens. Yeah, go to Hollis Hills. Hmm. Could smoke there. So. Um, 
JFK sounds just like a delight. Like, that sounds like one of the highlights of the trip. I mean, it was... If you're going to start an adventure off, you might as well start an adventure off that way. So we had a couple of drinks. A couple beers. Yeah, and then we um, ate food and got on a plane. And then I have a lot of pictures of Danny uh, touchscreen ordering whiskey on the plane. That's right. actually that's well because once you start drinking in the airport, you might as well continue onto the plane once oh, yeah. you're there. Um, I mean, why you spend all that money for a couple beers? You might as well spend more money on a couple whiskey drinks. She takes a whiskey drink. She takes a lager drink. Listen, no chumbawamba no on this podcast because yeah, well. you know what? I just don't feel right about it. Did we have anyone weird sit with us on the way there? Uh, we had a we had a, a cute little oh, girl. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was I saw out. that. Pi- we'll, we'll have that picture on the uh, the website. <laughs> What's a website? <laughs> we'll have that picture on the website. Uh, www.theadventuresofdanielmike.com. We'll have photos of the entire adventure from start to end. Yeah, we documented a lot of stuff on the hour. for you, the listener. Correct. Or you, the reader, in case you're listening to this by braille. If you're deaf. Wow, they have that. Yeah, yeah. It's a tick tape. It's <laughs> pretty cool. That is that is pretty cool. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't think that's uh, you don't have to lie to us. We're friends. <laughs> um, no, but she had no. She was too young for Pete and Pete. She had no idea. So she's she was in the sitting bubble. next to. She's in the same bubble I am. I'm no, yeah, she but she is more attractive you, than not, you, yes, and probably I, I would under the age of twenty-one. Guys, if you can go on the website and look at this picture, I want you to judge that for yourselves. And she's she, more attractive than you. Jeremy is not an attractive man, screen. woman. Well, I would like to think I'm a very attractive man, woman. <laughs> Just when if you I decide put, which one. If, 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 I woman. A, if I were to put a wig on, I could. I mean, easily pass for a woman, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, it's true. It's true. It's true. So uh, go on, keep going. We got off the plane at some point, and we met Rachel, and who organized a heck of a Pete and Pete festival. And the she Pete's dro- fest. She drove us to Portland, which kind of looks like a really friendly, small, rural San Francisco. Rural. Rural. Mm-hmm. And there was a heat wave at the time, so everyone was walking down the street, and I had been warned that everyone might be prostitutes, so I really didn't know how to look at anybody. Right, because they, they didn't know how to deal with this heat wave, because it, it was. It was freaking hot. Yeah. Hot as shit out there. See, I've never been to Portland. Uh, I always feel like, in my mind, this is <laughs> in my mind, this is how Portland is. It's very green and wet. It's sort of, uh, it's sort of, everyone wears flannel. Nirvana is on every station. <laughs> Everybody still has blonde hair down to their shoulders. I don't. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. That is believable. It is. I mean, in my mind, Seattle is is, is actually Portland. Yeah, that's Seattle. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle is Seattle Portland. and Portland. Seattle is Portland. I'm looping Seattle and Portland together. It's horrible. Racist. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna Pacific go to Northwest hater. I'm gonna go. I love the Pacific Northwest. Hmm. Well, you don't know much about it, it seems. So, Mike, what happened when you arrived? I, I wasn't feeling so well, and I went and threw up while we were in the bar. In the bar? In the in, in the bathroom the, of the bar, yes. Yeah. I don't usually throw up on the bar. Well, I mean, the last time you did it, it sort of ruined that bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have hired a Gentile in the first place. Uh, no. That's what yeah. you get. That's what you get. So, I brushed my teeth after that, and we went... You brushed your teeth? Ugh. 
Yeah, I brushed my teeth at least once while we were in Portland. Here's the thing, though. After I, you I puked or before you, you puked? Do you rinse a lot when after you puke because and then brush your teeth? Or yes. You, you just go right in with your toothbrush? Because to me, no, no, that's no, you, disgusting. No, you, no, you have to swish a I few times. I think it's times. disgusting anyway if after you puke, you brush your teeth. I don't. I mean, I don't know. You think what? that's gross to do that? Yeah, talk Why to Keith Richards. Do, ugh. You I mean, gotta do that. Keith, Keith uh, Richards you is just, my homeboy. You just get another toothbrush, man. That's my point. Is that so, you're somebody gonna, smells really good? Did you just open up? Did you just open up a fragrance packet or something? <laughs> That's not a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Fragrance packets. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I want to hear more about Portland. After you puked, we went back to the hotel, hung out for a little while, and the entire time we kept being told that we have to go to all these strip clubs. Everybody we met in Portland was a tipster for a strip club. If you stayed in contact with them for more, if you gave them eye contact for more than 10 seconds, they told you about a strip club. Are you telling me that... <laughs> That's are you, true. Are you telling me that Portland is full of tipster, stripper tipsters? Stripsters. Stripper, strips. Strip tipsters. Stripper tipsters. That's all they do is their source of income is to give tips to strip club customers, which I am not. Wait, well, we did go once. Explain that to me. What? Would give tips to strip club customers? I mean, you're in a conversation with anybody in Portland for any amount of time, and if anything comes up besides the weather, it's going to be strip clubs and which one you should go to. Yeah, and everybody has their own opinion on the best one, and everyone will tell you whichever one someone said, oh, you should go to that one. They're like, oh, no, that's not the one. So it was like this constant it's kind of like, flow of like, no, that's not the, the yeah, best Yeah, it's kind one. of like Tuvan throat one. singers in Tuva, you know what I mean? They're all such fucking specialists in that big thing. Um, well, I mean, now I'm really looking forward to going to, to Portland. I yeah, think. Seattle's nice too, yeah. you jerk. Oh. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Seattle when we go there. That, in episode yeah. 10. Episode 10, Seattle. We're there. We walked around Portland and came up upon the uh, the soccer stadium, which was just a few blocks from the hotel. And the thing is, like, built into the side of a hill downtown. You could just walk, and all of a sudden you're looking into a stadium. This is not something that we're used to. Being from the Northeast, where stadiums are built on top of mountains and surrounded by parking. Yeah, but now when you walk down the street up here in Brooklyn and you hit the Barclays Center, fuck that your, thing. You know, fuck that thing. Fuck on. your teams. Fuck Just everybody who plays there. Because my team went from Jersey to Brooklyn, and I yeah, still but they didn't support them, and they couldn't buy class on the way. You went from Jersey <laughs> wow. to Brooklyn today, but you had an easy pass. That's how you got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sports guys! It, it was really interesting. We noticed one night a couple of um, Portland soccer fans going down the street in their silly green uniforms and. I mentioned to the locals that I would go out there and mention the name of my local sports team, and they said, don't. You'll get beaten up. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't say it like that, but they meant it. I couldn't see anyone in Portland hurting a fly, personally. I saw a fly pushing people around, actually, because everyone was scared of them. You know, I like those trailblazers. I think they're a team to watch. I'm putting it out there. Thanks, Larry King. Anyway, moving on. What else happened on Friday? We drove by the marquee. Of the place that we were playing and had the big Pete's Fest right on top. And then sandwiched in between Pete's Fest and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was a documentary title called How to Make Money Selling Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was fucking hilarious. It's actually a very heavy, heavy film, guys. Uh, Well, I haven't seen it. Then we did the sound check. That was good. 
Sound check was good. We met the awesome musicians that we played with here in uh, Portland. There was Ryan. There was Joey. And there was Keats. 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 DJ DJ Magic Keats. We had Voodoo Donuts. Ooh. They, uh, Voodoo Donuts. Thanks a lot. For us. Thanks very much. I'm gonna wear. The I do t-shirt. enjoy the T-shirt that yeah. says "The Magic Is in the Hole." I'm gonna wear the T-shirt, but I'll do it ironically at work, um, where it's certain to get dirty. What we did see the first night uh, was a lot of people dressing up as my tattoo. Yep. There are a few petunias. There was the like the classic petunia. And then there are like some there was suicide a girl, of like yeah, there was steampunk, steampunk yeah, tattoos, yeah, yeah. and a bunch of people that had forearm tattoos of Petunia for real. Yeah, what's with those people? I don't know. They do that. That's it's for life. That's Pete and Pete for life. And I guess we're Pete and Pete for life. <laughs> Dude, there's no, you're in the same uh, same boat as that tattoo. Mm. Ironic and faded. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to be a dick about it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we did we did end up going to a strip club. Ooh, this this is what I want to hear. This yeah, is what I'd love to hear. This is the good... You I know, mean, my basis for strip clubs is a strip club in, in Park... Not Parks... In Sunset Park, Brooklyn, called Peyton's Playpen. And this is... Other than Vegas, this is the only strip club I've ever been to. And I don't know if you got any of these, you, the listeners have ever been to the Sunset Park strip club. No. But it's a joy to be had by all. Yeah. Well, this wasn't the same at all. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. We went to this place called Mary's. The oldest place in Portland. And Mary's is the oldest strip club in Portland? No, it's the oldest place, period. The oldest, like... (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just the oldest thing in Portland that there is. Uh, Really? No. No, I don't know that. And it was dark, and it was crowded, and... And there was one teeny little stage... And on the stage was the jukebox, and the stripper got to put whatever music she wanted on by grabbing, oh, wow. her, grabbing her dollars from the stage, putting it in, and then picking what song she wanted to dance to, which I thought was pretty classy. Yeah. I, like, I yeah. like that. Instead of having a DJ, like, you know. Instead of having maybe the she added doesn't like expense it, you know? of paying a DJ. I, li- I like that you, you take the stripper's feelings into account. I mean, you know. The only, <laughs> the only guy who smelled really bad in Portland was hanging out in that strip club. Just like doing laps around the place. Yeah. He got around more than anyone except the strippers. Really? Yeah. So we, there were just three, there were three strippers there all on, you know, they would come out on the same stage and it was so small there wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like girls walking around like asking for lap dances or anything like that. It was just like everyone was just sort of watching the entertainment and it seemed drinking weird. beers and just sort of hanging out. Like it was like almost like cabaret style. It was not like what I was uh, imagining this Portland strip club to be. No uh, Liza Minnelli. No, but they're, they're all the, the three women were, were very beautiful and uh, the last girl that danced, uh, she was gathering all of her money up off the stage, butt naked, mm-hmm. walks talking. off the stage, Mike's in the corner, she goes over to her friend. What do you mean I'm in the corner? That, I'm in, in I a mean, strip club. I'm sitting. I'm sitting. Hand check. I'm sitting. I'm sitting on the table. Tabletop. On the okay, table. He was sitting on the tabletop. Hands underneath his butt. Excuse me, wasn't allowed to touch. No touching. 
And <laughs> what? That's not. How, that's how I remember it, man. I don't know. Did I? Am I missing something? Seems kind of subjective. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we locked eyes, this stripper and I. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, she knew. She knew by the tubby redheaded kid next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that we used to be a television pair. And really? In that moment, she knew. And all this... All un- in her birthday suit, all holding the- all this money, like, oh. like dropping out of her hands. All this understanding passed between us in the space of, like, a second or less. And she- then immediately the lights went on, and they're like, everybody out. Oh, God. Get out. Stupid. Really? Uh-huh. Stupid. I was, I was hoping board. she'd look both of you in the eyes and just say... Let's get out of here. <laughs> that that well, was really good. We might have both been thinking that, ending. but it didn't happen that yeah. way. The lights went on. I mean, it's, it's called a pizza we sandwich for, for anybody. Let's right. not. Yeah, for anybody that's, uh, you know. Desperately that lonely been great and hates one. people. <laughs> Every adventure involves a pizza sandwich. Please no, Jeremy. <laughs> well, also, while we were in there, we had this tag along. And Jeffrey. He was... Really, really annoying. Jeffrey was asking us questions all night as we went from bar to bar, but Jeffrey recommended that we go to Mary's, and then didn't stop asking questions once we Wouldn't got to look his at the strip girls club. at all, and and was trying to talk to us while we were trying to enjoy the show. I wouldn't say enjoy. Well, I'm more of an anthropologist when it comes to. <laughs> Okay, well, it was an anthropological experiment. No, no, no. You were enjoying the show. I was enjoying the show. I'm saying. I, you know, I was I just, like I was just not enjoying Jeffrey next to me asking me questions about things. No, no. And then he started accosting one of the creators of the show who was out with us, and got no, him no, some... he wasn't. He's married. <laughs> he was not there. Well. But well, I think he was there, and I won't say his name. Yeah. They're both but he married. Was getting, uh-huh. Now they're both in deep now, shit. Well, sorry, guys. And uh, this guy just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Just constant talking in his ear, in his ear, in his ear. I had to go beeline it over and just tell him to shut up. Oh, I never told him. Get in the middle. Hey, man, you know, there's a show going on here. And it's a fine, fine show. And you should be watching the show. And why aren't you watching the show? <laughs> and please stop talking you guys were the show. He apparently. was asking us about, you know, Mark Mulcahy's grooming and... <laughs> yeah, like really music, weird questions. Yeah, esoteric music note selections. We got out of there. We ditched him. Went back to the hotel. Got a good night's sleep. Very proud of you guys for yeah, doing that. You know? Try to get up, be ready for the day for Saturday. You had to do it all over again, the same show again. You work hard and you play hard. Didn't happen. Well, here's my question. Uh, Being that I've never been to Portland, are the girls in the strip club, like like suicide girls? Are they tattooed up and gorgeous and... Yes. Yes. A lot of them are like that. I would feel like that was the... That was like the stereotype for... I think we only went to one strip club. No, but we had people who were at the show, and then before the show, we'd have a little, like, meet and greet, and then after the show, there was, like, you know, we were all just hanging out, and people just stuck around and didn't leave. Uh, And we ended up meeting a lot of people who were also strippers and were trying to get us to go to their strip club. That was was you, and those two women would not leave you alone. I also, was trying also, to group us into it together. It's also, good to they be were like, true. Yeah, also, they were like your height. It was perfect. Yes. 
It's fine with me. Your height is basically like my height too. I don't know what I'm yeah. talking about. Five eight. It's a great so height. You guys are really you're five eight. Perfect couple. Yeah. I'm working on that still. Really? Well, maybe I'm five seven. No, my license lied. says five eight, but I'm not five eight. <laughs> Everybody's license says five eight. Yeah, it's true. So the show, the show itself was was. I mean, it I, didn't I, suck. <laughs> that, that's uh, that's the main thing. I saw some videos, some YouTubes of it. I think it, it looked. Yeah, like it was... I thought it, I thought it went off pretty well. It was yeah. cool. We had you know we did some scene readings and stuff, and had. Uh, um... See, that's how it was the last one we went. Uh, uh, L. A. Where was the last no, one? The, we in San Francisco, we did San scene, Fran. San Fran. I thought was too. was great because uh, of the scene readings. Like that. That I think that's. Yeah, it, I, I like doing that. That was yeah. fun. We brought some people up from the audience to to play. Uh, different characters. We had we some had, cool local Portland actors, including uh, one of the organizers of Trek in the Park. And uh, I gave a guy a shot to, uh, you know, do a bunch of little Pete insults. Which I thought was pretty funny, oh, too. Just a, a random from the crowd? Just a random that's from the crowd. Awesome. He was dressed like little Pete, so I... You had you to. You know, had to. Yeah. I think that's very nice. So, so... After the show, how long did you stay in town hanging out, or did you leave? Well, we had, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had Sunday. We left on Sunday, and everything was Friday and Saturday. So okay, we pretty much packed everything into Friday and Saturday. Right, right. Uh, and what about after the show? Was that a? Uh, I guess that was a weird. It was well, after a the show on Friday. Fest. We went to the strip club. The show happened on Saturday, and afterwards there was like an after party. That we went to for a while and and sort of got lost in the bar. Uh, yeah, Danny got kidnapped by strippers. Well, yeah. So what? I learned a lot about the. If you're gonna be kidnapped by anybody, yeah, any group why, of people that you want to be. Why I mean, would you I want can't any, think of any, anyone else but strippers? Because they can't feed you. I guess I would like to be kidnapped by the wild things from where the wild things are, <laughs> because they're they seem really awesome and they can do like jumps and flips. But strippers are obviously ahead of them, not mm. far, but they are ahead of them. I mean, I would. That's a, a, a strong two. That's <laughs> a strong I'm, second. I think about second place. What the first thing would be? You guys are all wrong. You should be kidnapped by robots. Why robots? See, I think robots are, are... They're never going to take your food. <laughs> they're always awake if you need to talk. Yeah, but they're so strong. Yeah, and you don't if know. You need to, if you need problem? to get away from a stripper, you know... You, you throw might, a dollar bill over there. Yeah. yeah, I just say here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the old bait and switch. Right. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess you're right. Strippers are higher on the... Uh, don't punch me, Mike. This is where the physical aggression comes in. Don't don't let him do that to you. I know not. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy is a scared sort of soul. He if you put your arm up, you put your fist up like that, he immediately thinks that he's going to get hit. Absolutely not true. And uh, <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. That was, that was fake, guys. Um, well, to me, and let me just make um, this everyone assessment. really bored. <laughs> <laughs> let me just make this assessment. I feel like. Well, what did you guys? What did you guys learn from the trip? What I think the podcast away? is going well so far. I mean, we're about a half hour in. We've recorded some things. We've talked about you know, yeah, different adventures we had. We're knocking the rust off. We went, on, we went on a Saturday adventure to a, a place to have brunch. We that went was to a sausage place. Yeah, Ooh. we went to Olympic Provisions. Yeah, Olympic Provisions. That place was awesome. Uh, Toby knows the owner. Toby Huss knows the owner. What's Toby, the owner's name? Toby one. Toby one. Toby two. You don't know the owner's name? 
I can't remember. Anyway, thanks for brunch. You were really cool, <laughs> and you showed us your sausage factory and all the meat sticks dangling in your oven. That's right, and we have seven seconds of video of that that you can find. On our website at... Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> it's been done. It's been done. Um, all right. So, so I guess what did you? We learned. That give me a recap. We, what did you learn from Portland? Why would you go back? How you know what I mean? Can absolutely. Me I would stop I, talking about strippers, please. I'll say three things that have nothing to do with strippers that I liked about Portland. Okay. But this is what I have to say to the city of Portland. Uh, Stop talking about strippers. <laughs> no, I uh, I liked going to Olympic Provisions a lot because mm. I thought it was just a fun little excursion to do. Mm. I think the people of Portland are super nice and really friendly, and all they want to do is show you a good time. Uh, if it involves going to a strip club. <laughs> I didn't say that, Mike. But they have a one-track mind. Well... They, they have a one-track mind. That's true. They just want to send you to the best strip club so you will have the best time. People of Portland. God bless them for which that. Which is really, you know, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's something to be said about that. Hon- honestly, people of Portland, I thought you were more progressive than that. <laughs> Here in Park Slope, they're just more worried about you not shitting on their tree squares in between and flower their, pots. In between their cars. And dog, yeah. Like, I, I would much rather have somebody stop me. And I said, look, By the lady, way, Mike, how's that going f- for you? Yeah, when I find a place to live, I'll stop shitting on your bumper. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Uh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mike, what, what about you? Give me your, give me your rundown. Wrap uh, it up. I was born in Brooklyn. I went to <laughs> elementary school in Brooklyn until I was nine. Uh, we moved. Skip forward. Sorry, okay. until I was eight. Skip forward five years. In 10th grade, I met uh, my first serious girlfriend. Go back two years. In 8th grade, I did very poorly in biology. Skip to your 16th birthday. A Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) A Nightmare on Elm Street. Now skip to the day after Portland and explain to me why you liked it. Oh, I had such a headache. And we booked an early flight and there oh, were... I never do that. There Mid-day, were no man. people. Mid-day. There were no people at all on the highway in, in Portland going to the airport. And we were like, what happened to all the people in Portland? Are they dead? And someone was like, no, it's Sunday. Yeah, it looks weird. Anywhere <laughs> outside New York and L.A., I feel like Sundays are weird. I mean, it's that day of rest. Yeah, I heard yeah. the Bergen County Blue Laws might get knocked out. Oh, I hope so, for my family's sake. Everyone wants to buy beer on Sundays, you know? Oh, right. But you can drive. Not that you'd ever want to go to New Jersey, but you can drive there on Sunday. If but, you want to. Maybe that'll be that'll yeah. an adventure. That, that That is... Try to find beer in New Jersey number, on a Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> adventure number 14. <laughs> Well, listen. Honestly, I didn't learn. I didn't learn anything that I didn't already know about Portland, except the people are even nicer than you might expect, and all the girls have cat's eye glasses and vintage dresses, and I love them all. That's good to know. I think it's I, true. I, I'm I'm sold. You had me at strip. Not you didn't have to finish the sentence and say club. You had me at strip. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, being the judge, jury, and executioner of your adventures, I would like to. Officially grade this one and say it was with a absolute. I give it three yawns. No, I give it an absolute success. Great work, guys. Let's put a clapping sound effect right there. Nice work. 
So, Kurt, we yeah. went to Portland. Yeah, I hear. I yeah. heard you went it to was, Portland. It was fun. Yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. How big was the festival? Like, what happened? What happens at the festival? It was well, epic. Like, what happened? You guys do a was, panel, definitely. Right, sort of definitely a panel. A panel. We we stood almost the whole time. There was almost no sitting. Okay, and we read. <laughs> we read some. I think of a panel as like you're, I think of a panel as like you're sitting. Yeah, you, you can sit cross down. your legs yeah. and whatever. And people ask you questions. I bet you there was a lot of question asking. There was some question asking. There's not a lot though. It, no. Yeah, it was more like we read some scenes. Okay, and like sort of just kind of. Some, yeah, pe- we some people came up from the audience. Like, so the dude who I remember meeting the guy who created Pete and Pete. What's his name? Did you meet him in a bathhouse? Yeah. Oh, then that's Will. Will, okay, Will yeah. McRob. Will McRob. He created another thing, a TV show. Did did it ever happen called Nut Radio Nutley? Yes. Yes, it, that it, was also on uh, Noggin, I believe. Did it exist? So it did exist. Yeah, I, but I, it didn't great get a cult following like Pete and Pete, I guess. I think it was based on the fact that we were in Nutley for locations on the last season of Pete and Pete, and he was way into <laughs> still going to <laughs> suburbia. He, yeah, and he couldn't get away from that golf course. And, yeah. Dan, and Dan's character range. had his own uh, radio show in a couple of the episodes. Right. right? Yeah, Wart Radio. Well, didn't you have A R T? But Wart. <laughs> Wart, yeah, Wart Radio, come on. But wasn't it a thing in more than one episode, or was it just one episode? No, no, it was, I think it was more than one. The, the, uh, Hard Day's Pete was the, the big one, the big episode with that. Well, I think we talked about this before, oh, we talked about it on my show, actually, uh, when you guys were on, about the, uh, I think it was the Nightcrawlers episode, where you guys stay up all, yeah, all night, for where it's like nights. essentially the acid, it's the acid <laughs> episode, right? Um, well, there's two acid episodes. Right, there's, that's there's right. the sleep deprived one, and, which is the Nightcrawlers yeah, one, Yeah, and then sure. what's the other one? The other one is... Uh, the baseball the, episode. The, yeah, with the brain, Lazarus. The brain yes. freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one that got, that got them in trouble with Nickelodeon. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> here's my kids. question, though, and I brought this up and I wanted I want it to be on the record is that uh, uh, little Pete's character says why do we have to go to bed at 9 why not 9-11 or 9-42 and you do say 9-11 I do you say 9-11 years I know. years before I tragedy struck well, our country Danny Tamborelli is Nostradamus yeah of, of oh this, this generation 9-11 you said it so specifically yeah, yeah he really enunciated yeah. it yeah. 9-11 or 9-42 do you, you still remember? Do people bring that up to you? Between thirty minutes, anyway. You're, yeah. the, you're the only person I've ever heard bring it up. Right? No, okay, good. Uh, that's no, not true. people have brought it up to you. Yeah, and really? It's been brought up, and I'm sure it's documented online as well. That so, show is so, so important dude, to me. Has dude, it been debunked? Little Pete, man, he thought he figured out nine eleven. <laughs> or, or it's oh, it's Danny Tamborelli. He caused nine eleven. Oh, great! <laughs> I'm your shoulders now. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of weight. So, like, how long was the festival? Was it a day? Two days? It was two nights. Two so nights. it was a Friday, Saturday at the Hollywood Theater, which is actually a movie theater. Okay. So, like, the, the top, like, where we, where the stage was, was, like, very, like, tall and uh, shallow. Okay. yeah, yeah. So, it wasn't really, like, set up for what we would normally do. Yeah. But it was awesome because they could show... Clips. Clips. On this massive movie screen. Nice. And from where we were looking, they were all keystoned. Because we were looking from so close, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, sc- the screen looked, the screen looked like that from where we were yeah, standing. Yeah, yeah. So everyone had triangle heads. And it, it was awesome too because we shot 
that show all on film. So seeing it huge was like awesome, as opposed to like it was video. Sh- it was on film, sixteen yeah, millimeter yeah. film. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's like paper money. Oh yeah, no shit, right? That's paper money. So was that nineteen ninety three, three to five, nineteen ninety three to ninety five? That's crazy. I guess people still shot TV shows on film back then. Yeah, they hadn't heard of video cameras. Or <laughs> I mean, like that's kind of crazy. Well, they, I'm sure they were shooting stuff on. Video. Oh, they, they definitely were, were but there cool. was, but a lot of TV shows did shoot on film, right? Yeah, right. If they wanted to make it look beautiful, and it did. That's has Michael brought Stipe, me back? Like, has Michael wow. Stipe been to a been to a fest yet? No, he should show up. We'll do Atlanta, right? Or yeah. Athens? We yeah. can do Athens. Yeah. Athens. Michael Stipe, Iggy Pop, and Michelle Trachtenberg all have standing and, invites. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never show up. Look at that. I always. What leave about the lady from the B fifty twos? Kate Pearson. Kate Pearson? Yeah, yeah, I always leave a ticket at the box office for her. It's so sad. He always drops that. Is it? Yeah, it's an envelope that says "blind redheaded woman." I leave it at the. We told, I told you I wrote a spec script for when I was like sixteen. We wrote a spec script for Pete and Pete, and I think we mailed it to Will. It just involved, I think, uh, who's the strongest man in the universe? Artie. Artie? Artie? You said Toby? Did well, you just say Toby? That's his name. Toby? Yeah, that's his name. He was just <laughs> thinking of a friend. <laughs> that's his real name, okay? I don't, I don't say, hey, look, it's Big Pete over here. Hey, it's the IFC well, bunk I'm talking, about, I'm talking about a character, though, on the television show. He's talking about Toby. I mean, yeah. I mean Artie. <laughs> Uh, where Artie uh, goes to Singapore and spits on the ground and then gets caned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. And Will didn't like that? I what? wonder why Will didn't pick that up. I mean, I don't even know if we mailed it. I don't know where the fuck we mailed it to. I, I mean, think, we I think... were stoned the whole time. Someone could have just put it in an envelope and threw it on the <laughs> ground. And we were like, mail, mailed it, done! <laughs> Draw a postage stamp on it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I don't know if we could have afforded the location scouting for yeah, that exactly. episode, let alone the location. <laughs> Sorry, we're all going to have to get on a canoe. Yeah, to get there. A sea canoe. It'll be a sea canoe at a least. Ca- a catamaran, yeah. a little double double mm. hull action. I wonder what the craft service table is like in a Singapore shoot. Like, is there Twizzlers? Is there, like, do they shrimp, have awesome... Shrimp crackers. Shrimp crackers. And, and Singapore itself, I bet you there's, it's the same. Really? Yeah, I bet Snickers you there's all... And... Twizzlers, why are Twizzlers... Nobody fucking eats Twizzlers, and they're at every crafty table in the yeah. world. They're always stale. They're, they're always there stale. Did you do that thing where you would turn a Twizzler into a soda straw mm-hmm. as a kid? Oh, yeah. Like last week? No, no, no. Okay, so it's, it's all in the past. It's all in the past, yeah. And what was Pop the best What was the best uh, soda to drink through a Coke. Twizzler? It was, right? Yeah, right? I could it's always... It's a cherry Coke. I was just imagining it like eating away the inside of the Twizzler as you yeah. drank it. And I was right? like, yeah, it's that's ending up in me. Soda as you go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's inside me. <laughs> yeah, kids really, really like, yeah, like, like, yeah, get that weird shit inside me. Gushers. gushers, all that shit. They have like stuff now, it's just like a like a just a tube of sugar and you just like well, that's what we had. Well, too. Pixie sticks, yeah. yeah they're pixie sweet. Sticks. No, just it's more tube. sophisticated now because it's called something healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you take the pixie sticks that became smarties, and then the kids then are breaking them down into pixie sticks and, and snorting, snorting them, them like assholes. Or smoking them. Yeah, wait, that's a new thing, right? 
Is that a Kids new thing? Today. That's what happens. Is that a new thing now? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. on the weekends. They want to be cool, think that they're smoking cigarettes, so they crush up Smarties, and then they like... You're losing me. I don't know. Will you burn them? Now they're burning it? No, they just like... They make it powder, and then uh-huh. they just like inhale it and blow it out, and it looks like, oh, they're exhaling uh, smoke. Oh, really? That yeah. seems like oh, a lot okay. of work. It seems like, yeah, but fun. Fun work. Yeah. We used to get it those... kind of feels like it's a like making meth kind of work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna paint this fence. Yeah, but what about the gum? The gum cigarettes they used to have the yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, the sugar and, and you so could, then you, you could blow, blow it out, blow smoke out. Yeah. Why would you go to all the trouble of crushing Smarties? That's what could... I'm saying. Because they made those candy cigarettes illegal. Oh, uh, <laughs> see? Yeah, you can get them you in take Delaware. Things away I, bet. From the kids. I bet you they can get them in Delaware. <laughs> Delaware is get them almost anything. Fucking Delaware. <laughs> yep. Delaware go fuck itself. If you live in Delaware, you're an asshole. You hear? Fuck Delaware. Uh, Delaware is the smallest smallest state in the union, and just to drive, the only thing it is is like a roadblock, and then you have to drive through, and it costs eight dollars. Four dollars in, four dollars out. Easy Pass owns you. Yeah, it's like we don't have sales tax. Yeah, but you got eight dollars tolls. Just drive through rate, dicks. All of your ancient but windows. Rehoboth is lovely. <laughs> I really like Rehoboth. Yeah, Rehoboth, Rehoboth is, in the fall oh. is the place I want to be. Kurt, Root, we'll always have Rehoboth in the fall. Route you 1. Yeah. Route 13. <laughs> Nothing in between. So You guys got real quiet when I badmouthed Delaware. You got uncomfortable. We're all from... Delaware. I'm from. No, I'm not from. We're all conceived Delaware. We're all conceived along that highway in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> We're all from Delaware, bros. That fucking hurt, man. <laughs> Don't trash mother Delaware. Okay? Uh, those. Those dudes were a bunch of DBs. <laughs> Delaware bros. Total Delaware bros. <laughs> so I can't. I still can't get off of. Uh, Talking about strippers in Portland. Do you okay. find that? Do you find that when you go went to Portland that people were like very eager to tell you that Portland is the city that has mm-hmm. the most per capita and yeah. the, which one to go to and like they you know I was I was I heard that my first time going and then I drove in and uh, and I was like I saw a strip club and they said like that they had food and I was hungry and needed to eat and I was like oh should I eat at this strip club and then I was like, no, you know what? It's, it's creepy. Like, I don't want to be the dude, you know, eating alone in a strip club. So I, like, park, and I go around the corner, and, and I find, find some taco place. You find somebody and ask them to come into the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got a stranger. <laughs> so I go around the corner, and I go into this taco place, and I eat some tacos. They're very good tacos. And then I'm like, Can, uh, where's your bathroom? They're like, oh, right back there. And then I walk <laughs> to go to the bathroom, and the bathroom is in the strip club that's next door. Wow. So, and the food that I'd seen advertised, is the tacos that I'm eating just directly next door to where I'm eating them or all the strippers and so I ended up at the strip club and that's the thing about Portland like you're just going to end up at a strip club and you're not going to mean to it just happens I yeah. meant to go to this vegan bakery but... <laughs> I know and then you go to the bathroom through a door and then all of a sudden you're in a strip club but a lot of them were just like bars with a pole yeah, that's we went we went to this one Mary's that was just like that. It was like just one little yeah. small stage island. Nobody like walking was around. It, and like, she's hey, topless. Is, is she Full. topless? Oh, Mary's fully topless. Nude? Yeah, fully, fully nude. Yeah. Fully nude. Well, but she then, was wearing soccer socks. Like, she did have soccer socks. Of course, she did. It's Portland, but you couldn't touch her or anything. Like she's behind a. She was on stage. You can touch it. You can touch her if you wanted to, but you'd probably get kicked out immediately oh, yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Some guy took a picture and he got it she threw his dollars back at him. So took, took a picture a, of her? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what an idiot. He took a picture yeah, in a strip yeah. club. And then she gave him his money back. That's weird. Yeah. 
It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto where you could kill the hookers. <laughs> oh, take here, it. take it back. Yeah. Take it back. There's a place in Philadelphia like that called Dolphin. Has anybody been to Dolphin? No. With any of your listeners? No. It's a real, it's like just li- girls from the neighborhood just come by and take their clothes off and walk up and down on a on the bar. Really? Yeah, yeah. It just ha- so but it's like, it happens all the time. It's informal. I think so. It's very informal. It's like, informal. You okay. see them walk in, then they just take their clothes off and they get up on the bar and walk around naked for a little bit and everybody throws money at them. And they just them. peace out. And then they when get they back and they put, put their enough. clothes on and they leave. That's a life. Yeah. I mean, if you got to find a way to pay your power bill, yeah. you know what I mean, on a Saturday at It's a terrible way to pay any other bill. <laughs> just the power bill. bill. Yeah. And yeah. I just had my gas turned off because I just didn't pay my gas bill. <laughs> My gas just got over a while. Yeah, it probably does. But I you live in LA, right? So you don't have to use it. No. Do you know what? So weird, shocking. I've been colder in Los Angeles in the wintertime than I ever was in New York City. Come back. Because they have no insulations in right. the walls. Right. And their heater, the heating system sucks. It's just a wall of fire in the corner. In <laughs> one little spot. I'm not kidding. It's a wall of fire in a corner. And it's just behind like a little tiny piece of like metal. And it doesn't heat anything up. The rest of the apartment. I think, my girlfriend seen, I think I've seen a vine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with your fireplace in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yeah, yeah I have a fireplace in my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's super weird. That sucks. I know. They're going to insulate houses better, I think. Yeah. In the Someday. future. Yeah. I Boys mean, if I didn't corners. live in such a shitty house, that's a problem, probably. Uh, did you move to Venice? Dan really wants to live in Venice. Dan... Because you surf, right, Dan? Oh, yeah, dude. You didn't know? Yeah, I think we talked about it, right? Oh, dude, I surf every day. No, you don't. See, all of a sudden he's lying. You don't surf at all. No, no. Why are you moving to Venice? 220 pounds. I ain't going surfing. He loves surf. (laughs) He loves to wake and surf. He's a big wake and surf guy. I like surf and turf. Okay. So, I mean, we almost got that. No, I like just like being by the beach. Yeah, I like being by the beach, too. I do hate the community anywhere else, and no one wants to come and hang out with you. No one wants to hang out with you in Venice. Hey, I'm in Venice. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm not even gonna come over. I'm in Los Feliz. Fuck off. I know it's kind of like if everyone who you liked lived in Inwood and you lived in uh, in like a Bedsty. Oh, you know, yeah. Like where it's just like it's gonna take me an hour and a half. But Bedsty had a beach. Yeah, but Bedsty had a beach. Yeah, exactly. Bedsty does have a beach. Does it? Tar Beach up on the roof. Tar Beach. <laughs> Why is Bedsty popular now? Can't believe it. Because it's cheaper. The G train. Fuck the G train. G train is. You've really alienated stupid. a lot of people tonight. The yeah. whole state of Delaware. 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 Fuck yeah. Bedsty. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck the, the G train. G train. Venice gets second dick too. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really like Venice. I would live there if I knew if it wasn't so one person. Far away. If I knew one person who lived in Venice. Yeah. Venice to well, me seemed like. Maybe that means I should really move there then. Exactly. Yeah. Look at that. Interesting. I moved for you, Kurt. <laughs> Don't let it hold you My back. My girlfriend really does want to move to the beach. I would like... I mean, I would love to live at the beach. It's fucking I nice. just have to get to the point where, like, I don't want to see anybody anymore. Once I'm there... You're there. You're there. I'm there. Yeah. Once I'm going to... Re- I'm totally comfortable just never leaving my house except to go to the beach. <laughs> then I'm going to move to Venice. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad lifestyle. Kurt Howard Hughes Brown alone. Oh, yeah. Just, just touching things and cleaning it, cleaning up immediately. Touching the, touching the door handle sixteen oh, times God. before leaving. Oh, scrubbing the sand on the way out to the beach. <laughs> I have to clean each individual piece of sand. 
<laughs> oh, Venice seemed really gosh. cool. Yeah. A little bit like St. Mark's Place. Yo, dude, I got like a the problem beach itself. with my bowl. The, There's a hole yeah, in it. That, like, yeah, the boardwalk, definitely. The, the, the boardwalk area is dumb. Yeah. Plus, there's people driving through them, killing people. That's just bananas. That to was me. so scary. The, what? The video of the well, guy, the guy hitting so people. Just took a car through Vince Bull, to oh, the boardwalk. Oh, it was a guy. It was an three. old man. He was like over eighty, I don't and, think he, so. and he got his and he got his foot stuck on the gas. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're an apologist. I, was a young yeah. guy <laughs> I think we could prosecute the hell out of this guy. The 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 eighty year old was in Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. Oh, okay, so yeah, this was in Venice this Beach. This was in Venice. <gasps> this was a young guy. He said he just wanted to kill someone. No, and drove down. Yeah, it's disgusting. Drove down Venice Boulevard and killed two people. Wow, cool story, bro. Where do you bring it down? Where do you know? Let's get into it. Where do you guys come down with the death penalty <laughs> for that guy? I don't know. I, th- I think you should just keep him in jail for a long time. I think he should. I think it's worse to be kept in jail for the rest of your life right? than to be yeah. killed. I feel like you should kill. Killing them is a also, relief, but it's a lot more expensive too. Because it's so you, much more expensive to go through the death trial, right? Uh, and it's going to be appealed. It's going to be all that shit. Take a long time. It's so weird. Why do people really love the death penalty? Like, don't they realize it's probably much worse to be? In solitary confinement for the for rest of your life. For 95 years? For 90 years? Like, think about how crazy and horrible it would be to just be in a room by yourself for 40 years. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. And I really like myself yeah. a lot. But. Yeah, you'd just go insane and then it would be just torture. Oh, I feel like my punishment for this guy, the best case scenario in my head was to put him in like a Popemobile type box on Venice Boulevard on yeah. the boardwalk. Oh, I like be this already. Yeah, I mean, like I like this it's, already. It's so, he would never be killed, and he would always want to be. Yeah, you know, he might want to die, but yeah. he, he's in a bulletproof thing. Just have a slot for wow. hot ham and cheeses or something, you know, and that's all. Wait, he gets. Wait. Oh wait, oh wait, he's, he's a vegetarian. This really yeah, doesn't sound like much of a punishment. This is kind of like <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah. yeah, he gets to this see. Sort of like a David he Blaine gets to see the people he wants to see. I don't. I don't. I There's think a lot you of shit on the boardwalk. You know? I'm going to say you're not going to be in charge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we're. Obs- I think, I think, I think we're obsessed with it because it's like it's like uh, we we feel like we're dispensing super justice by putting somebody to death. Yeah. You, it feels. Yeah. I guess that's what it is. You, I have Did the you power to make you die. Did you see this? Like, um, there was a documentary on HBO about the the home invasion. The guys who like home invaded the uh, family in Connecticut and raped and murdered their daughters and killed the wife and then they wanted to give him the death penalty. Do you hear about that? It's fucking Was it sponsored crazy. by ADT or something like that? <laughs> uh, yeah. The whole time. It, a- after the movie's over, they yeah. go, this is how it would have happened. This could have happened with ADT. What an awful thing. First month is free, bro. Dude, home invasion's terrifying. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Terrifying idea. Have you been broken into? Knock on wood, I have not. Nice record player. Really nice. We're burning a vinyl backup of the uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's triple backup. Uh, we're going to send it to Kill Rock Stars just yeah. to see if you know they if they want to put it out as an album. Yeah. No, I don't believe I've ever been broken. <laughs> yeah, into. anybody been burgled I, here? I actually have. I, yeah. I lived in Dayton, and beside me was maybe it was Robert Pollard. I lived beside Robert Pollard. Who's Robert Pollard? Robert, po- Robert Pollard, the lead singer from Guided by Voices. Oh, he's a rocker. Big, yeah, the guy who killed himself. No. no. What? No. no. He... I'm learning a lot today. What do you mean? He's dead? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Um, Kurt oh, I always get, is I always get guided, Pollard. I always get guided by voices and um, the band before uh, Joy um, Division. Joy Division confused. 
How is that possible? I don't, I don't know. know. Just the names, maybe? Okay. Guided by Voices, Joy Division. Okay. I don't, I don't know. That's okay. Right? They don't sound alike. No, the music really. doesn't sound the same. No. No. But that guy, that guy definitely, definitely killed, killed himself. himself. And wasn't his name Kirk? Uh, it was, uh, was Curtis. 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 Uh, Stephen Curtis? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curtis Smith? <laughs> You're just thinking of the Smiths? <laughs> <laughs> Ian, Ian Curtis is his Ian name. Curtis There we go Yeah Nice he, work He hung himself The night before He went to uh, They're supposed to do Their first US tour Wow So they never even Made it here No but then New Order blew And then up. they became New Order Yeah Yeah But it's a really diff- Two different sounding bands <laughs> Did not sound anything alike No No It is kind of crazy I like Joy Division I don't really like New Order do Yeah you, Do you I, think he ever Was broken into I bet you he was Manchester. Come yeah. on, yeah, they're hurting. During that time, Fox, yeah, they were yeah. broke. That was crazy. They were broke. So mm-hmm. Jer- Jeremy, what happened in the also Ohio super into heroin? Yeah. Oh. Super, super into heroin. <laughs> super into heroin. You know, it's difficult to just be kind of into heroin. No, apparently, I think you either yeah. commit or you don't. Yeah. You know, yeah, I never have. Well, a lot of the jazz guys got it right. They're like old and 80, 90 years old. They're still doing heroin, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. If you snort it, it's not up real bad, bad, you know? <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Parker like screwed up bad. Heroin. Kids, right, that's you can't like learn anything light. from yeah. us. Yeah. Don't learn from us, kids. <laughs> I, well, in, in Dayton, when I lived beside Pollard, we had, a, I guess, a crackhead because they st- they stole, they broke in our back window, snuck in when we weren't home. Did they, they, they push st- in your air conditioner? No. Is that a metaphor? They, no. They, they, uh, That's such a great th- push in your air conditioner. That's really funny. I think funny. we should set precedence for what that, that metaphor is. Yeah, it is. You just coined it. It's been coined. You know what that, that reminds me of? Is the, um, the what movie... What that possibly remind you of? High Fidelity. Okay. Then there's a, there's a, there's a, there's like a dream Wait. sequence when Tim Roth walks into... Oh, that's amazing. And then yeah. one, the little guy, yeah. like, wiggles the air conditioner yeah. out of the thing and then just throws it at Tim Roth's head oh, and it just bounces God. off. I'm gonna it's push. such a funny fucking thing. I'm going to push in your air conditioner right now. <laughs> no, there was no air conditioner. I'm sorry. It. It's a very Brooklyn way to get broken into. People just break in your air conditioner. Wow. Yeah. Push it that. in. That seems kind of difficult to do, though, because they're usually... Well, oh, no. Pushing it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's actually pretty smart. Pretty smart. My worst case scenario right now is somebody's going to push in my air conditioner and home invade us <laughs> during this. Oh my goodness! During the home invasion, he got his air conditioner pushed in. <laughs> <laughs> no, back in Dayton, they, I think they were crackheads and they just stole my. They stole my change, and I. This is when your this change. It was our change. They stole that. They stole. A, they got my closet, and I had bought Christmas presents for my nieces and nephew, oh. and they stole. The Star Wars, that's when the new Star Wars came out. And they stole Boba, or not Boba Fett, the red dude. With the, they stole yeah. the Darth Maul. Darth, Darth Maul. But they, they, left they left the other stuff. Yeah, they stole three. They left Jar Jar. They left Jar Jar. You got broken into by seven-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they like candy. Yeah, Let's take the most valuable things. Jar of Change. Jar of Change. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. I think at that point, like, the Star Wars movie had just... Came out and, and just thought, dropped, and everybody oh, loved yeah, it. Huge, yeah. Everybody loved that movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, <laughs> that's big, my big Star Wars fans. Oddly enough, another separate Dayton break-in was at a car lot, and somebody broke into my car and stole all the change out of the. Really? Uh, that's that's what's happened to me before. My yeah. car's been broken into. Yeah. And change bag of chips. <laughs> my car what was broken into, where they cut the horn. I don't know how. Oh, the airbag. Maybe trying to get the airbag. Maybe they cut the horn. Oh, got in 
and took just the um, GPS. And that was it. But it was a very polite break-in. Hmm. Like, nothing was broken. Right. They jimmied the lock, cut the horn, stole my GPS. It seemed like a lot of work. Did they relock the door? The door was relocked. Oh, is this in L.A. or in New York? in New York. Oh, really? Yeah. I've, it was like a cla- like they were class acts. I, really I drive the worst guy. car in Brooklyn, so I have no, I have no danger. I have total Until green he has to go somewhere yeah. and can't find his GPS, <laughs> and then we got him. No, but then I was like, I, I was like, holy shit! I guess I got broken into, and then I was trying to honk my horn, and I was like, I guess they cut the horn. What? Because <laughs> maybe like for the alarm, right? They're so polite; they didn't want to wake anybody up while yeah, they were while they, they, they get were under your car. They snip the one wire. These guys sound the horn wire. They're they really nice like guys. Really stand up. They Did not only they're professional. Yeah, in South Slope, like more like Sunset Park, Twenty Sixth Street. There's. I had a uh, girlfriend stay the night one night, and she. This is Park Slope, and it's not. I'm for people who don't live here. I guess it's it's cushy and it's puppies and babies. Yeah. And I had a girl, girlfriend go to. We both went to work one morning, and she went out to get in her car, and her car was gone. Honda Civic. Honda which Civic is the number one. Yeah. Stolen car in America. Gone. I have a Honda Park Civic. You fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you look fucked. Well, you know what they love to do is they just take the... Um, the wheels, bro. <laughs> they just take the <laughs> they wheels. They don't do that anymore, do they? <laughs> no, they just take the airbags, because each airbag's worth a thousand dollars. Not bad for a nice works. Yeah, two two grand. Yeah. And if it's a newer one, you get like four grand, because there's like side air. There's airbags. extra airbags. Yeah. yeah. Copper well, and airbags, that's where I'm, business I'm going into. Yeah. If we don't get enough donations for this podcast... We're going to be cutting like airbags out of airbags. Yeah. You guys going to ask for uh, donations for the podcast, the old PC? Yeah. Yeah, petty cash. We, we need yeah, petty, yeah, cash. We need petty <laughs> cash. We want to go fake on all us, these adventures. Yeah, take, fake us your take receipts. Take our guests with us. Oh, yes. that's pretty great. Yeah. You know, nice. We'll happy so wait a second. So I get the shitty one. I get I get the basement apartment adventure, and then everybody else gets to go on a fucking adventure. <laughs> oh with no, you they're guys. all going to be no, no, recorded no, 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 in this nice studio. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's uh, fine. but other people are going to go on an adventure. Well, you're saying. I wouldn't call it an adventure. <laughs> we're going to blindfold them, put them in a mini. Okay, band. we're going to scrap this one. We're just going to go to L.A. in a month and a half, and we'll do something fun with Kurt. Okay, well, yeah, we yeah, have so. to protect the brand. Shit. Protect the brand. <laughs> protect the brand. <laughs> That's the creepiest thing to say. <laughs> I love it. You should make t-shirts. The protect brand, the brand. Protect the brand. Yeah. Episode With our one. stupid faces on it? Yeah. Pro- <laughs> protect the band. Protect the band. <laughs> protect the brand. Push in the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Um, t-shirts we've, coming episode three. Right? We've, we've trampled a lot of fresh snow tonight. Yeah. yeah. Kind of is beautiful. It, what, do you, what do you know about Portland as far as... I recorded my album there. Right. Yeah. Sub pop. It's on Adam Sub Pop. Yeah. Uh, kill no, rock, kill rock stars. stars. Jesus Christ. 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 Protect hey the brand, asshole. Start again. Start again. Start again. So. So. No, sub, guys. Sub pop. Keep the mistakes. <laughs> Keep the mistakes. Weave them in. See, this is another thing. You're a, you're a podcast expert. Four different podcasts for the nerds. Yeah. Four, yeah, four different formats. Yeah, four yeah. different. Formats. The newest one just came out, which I'm very proud of. Is it written or? Uh, no, all of them. Fact time is not written. Fact time. I improvised with Paul uh, like a 39 minute conversation, mm-hmm. and then I brought Matt Oberg in, who's an improviser, and then we kind of did. It's a Radiolab parody. Um, so then we did kind of the Jad Amrad and Char- and the other guy. Uh, thing where I just tell him the story and then it's cut together like Radio Lab. I don't know if you guys right. listen to Radio Lab, but I'm pretty proud of it. 
Apparently not. We you don't. guys don't know radio. We're, like we're white people, but we don't listen to NPR. <laughs> it's really weird. We go against type. <laughs> hey, how about we answer some Twitter questions, guys? Yay! Yay. Yay. Next time, I want you guys to join in a little earlier. Ready? Right? Ready? You go lowest down. Yay! Yay! Let him ask the question. Let him ask the question. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here's the first question. Ready? No, no. You made these up. You made these up. This is your first episode. These are from people. No one's one's tweeted about this. We have. This is brand new. Have Kurt read them. Do you want to read some? Yeah, you can't your, read. your made-up Twitter questions. No, they're actually yeah, they're you real. invented. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, they did. You guys wrote before I got here. Oh my god, that's all we wrote. <laughs> okay, and here goes. Is X really the number of pigs in oh, a barn? Start with pigs in a barn. <laughs> that was real. We couldn't make that up. Okay, it here goes. Is X really the number of pigs in a barn? Pigs in a barn. Yes, that was a that was like a Pete, Pete reference. Okay, really, really X equals Y. All right, there's number one and number two on there. There's oh, some, right. I see, ones. I see. In their, fi- <laughs> in their fictional world, where are Pete and Pete now in their lives? Who's married, arrested, and dead? And what is- How about this? <laughs> How about this? I'm going to change that. <laughs> Fuck, marry, kill... Um, Big Pete, 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 Little Pete, and Artie. Artie. Of course you fuck, want, marry, kill. Of course you want to marry me because I'm stable. <laughs> You're unstable. What are you talking You're about? You're such a moody teenager. I'd say Little Pete was more stable. He was like the Rock. He was a Gibraltar. Was he Wait, the fuck, marry, or kill Rock? Me, yeah, which one? Yeah, I have to fuck uh, one of the people yeah. in this room or Artie. Artie would probably be pretty crazy in the sack. Oh, Toby yeah. lives in L.A., so you could get some... Oh, you could, yeah. You'd definitely get a little piece of him. Field experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it would have to be fuck Artie. Well, no, I don't want to kill either of you, so I'm not... I'd have to kill Artie and fuck one of you. I don't like this game. And I'm not marrying the other one. <laughs> I don't like this game. How quickly you've decided that that was a bad idea. <laughs> so what do you think? In fictional world, where are Pete and Pete now? Right now. I, I'm probably a bus driver or a, like a bus driver supervisor. Okay. Or I, I can also imagine like a um, librarian. A male librarian. Male, a male librarian. Like a male yeah. nurse, but, yeah, librarian, yeah. but librarian. You know, like the... You know, like the one very... of only three in the whole state of New York. I know <laughs> I know more than one person who's a librarian. Who's do you a, really? Who's a guy. I yeah. do too, actually. And are they... They're the type of people who I feel like are so... They were, they're so... Like, when you knew them when you were younger, they're like super hipsters, and like they're really into specific art and stuff like that, and you're like, what is this person going to do with their life? And they're like, oh, you're going to be a librarian. Yeah, yeah that totally makes sense. What are you going to do with your life? You're like kind of quiet. Do decimal systems. Yeah, you love organizing. The study of organizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so where, where's Little Pete? Yeah, where's Little Pete? I think, I don't know, maybe a, uh, a roadie for Arcade Fire. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys both thought of these uh, answers before, didn't you? No. I love that you've thought about this. Have you thought about Can it Can you tell how little we thought about it? <laughs> Come on! All right, ready? Question two. There's a page of Billy Joel notes. <laughs> <laughs> your I'll podcast, say Elton John your on it. Pod, your podcast, this is from Justin G., um, <laughs> his Twitter handle is at privileged skinned. Your podcast premieres on my B day, so I know you'll answer my question. Ha ha. Who introduced you guys to punk? Any fave bands? Who? What's a fave band? Fave band. You Any know, fave band? The fave bands fave that bands? you fave them. Yeah. Mm. Which which bands have you, how have many you tweets faved? have you faved? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've faved a lot. I've faved a lot of bands. I've faved a lot of bands. First punk band. Uh, I guess would be 
the Stooges or the Ramones, I would imagine. Yeah, really? Probably Stooges? Probably Stooges. Really? Stooges? Well, because we... Stooges, I feel like, is uh, not a punk band that you would, like, get into first. Right. Well... It's a right? progression. Yeah, like, well, Stooges is something you come though. to much later. You maybe know, maybe Dead Kennedy was on the show. Maybe Dead like, Kennedys, mm-hmm. but but Stooges is how we were both first so. introduced. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because that's right. Iggy Pop was on the show. Right. Gateway yeah. drug. And my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My dad was like, "You don't know who Iggy Pop is, you moron. Here's a Stooges record. Okay. Now listen to it. Now here's a CD. Now go get him to sign an autograph. Oh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> here's some broken glass. Get him to roll. Yeah, get him in to I'm trying to think who mine was. Mine was, I think maybe. I don't know. I probably made Bikini Kill. I would think I that's like probably the first Tardy to the Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tardy to the Party. I I don't know, man. I I feel like I got I got into punk way late. I, I'm pretty sure the questions were for me and Danny. Why are you looking at me? We're gonna answer. Not for you, asshole. We're gonna answer. Okay. Say rancid. It was late in the game. Okay. Okay. Rancid. 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 Okay. We'll say old San Francisco. Rancid. Can, okay. can I also say I like Bad Religion a whole lot? Yeah, you that's can. Like one of my favorites. You know what? Let's talk about Bad Religion for a second. I almost every album is exactly the same as every other album, and they've done like 20 albums. Yeah, a very like if you similar to Generator. Yeah, like Generator <laughs> is essentially their entire career, and that. That was like twenty years ago. Generator, no control. Yeah, they're all. I want to like go rock, like a stallion, like, like a talking atom bomb. Um, well, I just like but that, also that guy's a like fucking professor. So much, yeah, I was gonna say you get so much information out of each bad religion song. But how like, can you do? That's my question here. Like punk music, love punk, I love punk rock. How do at you, a certain point, how do you pack so much into it? No, at a certain point, you've got to get bored. As a musician. It's gotta get boring. Mostly for the drummer. Only yes. I think the drummers must have a great time. They could do fills and things. <laughs> really quick fills. <laughs> yeah, though. yeah. And but I mean, like, you think about it, right? I mean, like, if you're writing a punk song over and over and over and over. That's again, why I think they all go into ska at some point. <laughs> they dip into <laughs> it. Like they a, dip a their ska toe. break during. Right. The, yeah. So John Doe was in that band X. X was like yeah. a pretty awesome LA punk rock band, and then. John Doe decides to do like slow, like acoustic, like country music now. Yeah, or the Knitters. And it's like his that, and he is all about it. So he got his like punk rock out. Yeah, and then decides. I mean, I to guess it's unfair. Get I, his it, granola out. It's unfair to say punk in general. I would say like your classic kind of like. I would say like bad religion. You know, it's more yeah. of a criticism of bad religion and and less <laughs> a criticism no. of punk rock in general. In general. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because you could describe like someone like Ted Leo as punk, I think. But Ted Leo is still doing lots new of different, stuff. It's different. Of, it's yeah. different sounds. It doesn't yeah. sound like a punk rock song. Well, like it's The fair. Clash was a quintessential punk rock band for two records, and then right, and then totally changed. Total, I guess, pop band. Yeah, I would say that a they're, great a, pop band, they're like. a pop band. Yeah, Clash is, I think everybody agrees that Clash is a pop band. You hear that, Joe Strummer? Yeah. Oh, oh. too soon. You've been categorized. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to ask the next one And it's probably the best one I've seen okay. It's from my cousin, Apo Balin And it's oh, called This is nepotism, this, dude it might be bullshit. It's a great question And I think, Kurt, you're going to have a great answer for this okay. Do vampires go to the bathroom And where does all the blood go that they drink? <laughs> a non-peat related question Let me see this question Do vampires go to the bathroom? Yeah No I think it's absorbed They're dead inside Right? Yeah, there's nothing like, normal like, like, yeah. You know, it really depends on which vampire <laughs> Mike, are you it's really a, dead inside? It's a vampire 
to vampire. Do girl girl vampires go to the bathroom two at a time? <laughs> yeah. Because that's just fun. They're just having chats. They're talking about stuff. Yeah. I needed to get you here alone so we can talk. What's the rest of the question? Here's the here's the, the rest of it. That's it. That's it's it. A, it's a three part. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's three part. It's a three part. No, it's not. No, it's here, not. here's uh, here's a, here's the last one. Has being a Pete ever ruined your life in some way? It's my girlfriend, guys. That's all. Put her on. Yeah, that's live. No. <laughs> she wouldn't like that. Nah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, He'd like to go back to California. <laughs> Today. Oh, it's five forty-five. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. So, has a Pete ever ruined your life? A I guess Pete? it doesn't apply to you, but you guys. Why don't you read the question again? Has being a Pete ever ruined your life? It's the third time. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to say no as well. In fact, it's only benefited my life. Yeah, you can't even stay neutral on that shit. No. Gotten out of a lot of tickets. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. No, you haven't. I swear. You, I, I just swear. Say, what I've been two DWIs. No, 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 I've gotten... <laughs> no, two DWIs. I have not been DWIs. <laughs> I have been speeding and only speeding. And speeding what are you doing? What do you say? And I... Twice I've given my license and both times looked at it and then he's like, oh. He's like, I used to watch the Adventures of P&P with my kid. So, do you have any uh, outstanding warrants or anything? No. <laughs> no, I got no, nothing. Not. He's like, oh, I'm just going to check. If you're clear, I'll let you go. Wow, that's pretty great. Both hey, times in wait, Jersey. Everybody. There we go. Wait, <laughs> Jersey. I, uh, Nutley, New Jersey. I've never had my life ruined by Pete and Pete. That's, never. I can't no. think of one person who no has. No one. No yeah, one has. Exactly. No one has. It's one of those things. It's a dumb question. I've had my life ruined by being, weird. By no. being on Give me that person's Twitter name. I'm going to block them. What about your day? No, it's good. I think that's all. I think awesome, that's all guys. of our, uh, our, our goods. Anybody well, have anything? well uh, congratulations on your premiere episode. Thank you for coming yeah, all the way you. here from, yeah, from, from the Los Angeles. I can't Los Angeles. You, yeah. you did that. And, yeah, and the checks basement. in the mail. Uh, Thank you. We apologize for the guy breaking into your car right now out front. <laughs> That's one of your friends. It's that airbag money. <laughs> Getting that airbag money. <laughs> and give us some plugs. Uh, my album's on Kill Rock Stars, and my, uh, my podcast is on Nerdist. Go check it out. And his balls are on the couch right, right now. now. Oh, man. Yeah, well, Why did I right look now. over, too? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> thank you, listeners. And thank you, Kurt. Goodbye. Well, Kurt has left the building. Mike gave him a nice parting gift. Uh, what was it again? I gave him a sweatshirt. What did it say on it? It said 50,000 balls, a tennis documentary. Why are you being so standoffish now? I hate to see all my 50,000 balls leave at once. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, check back with us next month as we will be going on another adventure. Uh, And if you can, and you like the podcast, please donate to it. Uh, It helps us get on the adventure tip for all the stuff that we want to bring to you. Herpes. Not herpes. Well, let's not rule it out. So there you have it. As the winds of change blow steadily against us, we remember the lessons the day has brought. Don't break into Kurt Brownler's car, strippers in Portland, everyone's nice. But most of all, remember that your fake TV brothers are here for you and will always have your backs adventure after adventure.
The Adventures of Danny Mike stars Danny Tamberlin and Mike Marone. The show is produced by Jeremy Balin and Marianne Ways. The podcast is part of the Feral Audio Podcasting Collective and can be found on their website at feralaudio.com. For more information on how you can contribute to the show, whether it be joining us live during one of our adventures or submitting questions to the guys, visit our website at theadventuresofdannyandmike.com. Also, look us up on Twitter, at Danny and Mike, with and spelled out, and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash theadventuresofdannyandmike. Thanks for listening.